Hello and welcome to Just Us 3 episode 4. This week we'll be talking about relationships, including the pressures of them, being single and the importance of being with someone who encourages you to be the best version of yourself. How are you guys? Good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Have you both had a good week? Yeah, it's been great. Finally back home in my hometown after being at uni for the whole of the first semester, so it's definitely feeling a bit weird. Yeah, it does feel like we've been away for a while. (laughs) I've been home for a bit longer than you two and it's weird coming back. I don't know about you guys, but you kind of, you feel like you've not been away for a long time, but then you come back and you're like, oh, okay, I'm here. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly how I felt. It was exactly three months um, since I left to go back to university. So just to think it's been that long, it's crazy. Yeah, that is a long time to be fair. but it has gone weirdly quick as well, which is it's strange. But yeah, glad to be home for Christmas now. <laughs> so as the, the singleton of the group, um, oh my God, that sounds just... <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> I'm laughing at myself, right, okay. So yeah, I'm single. <laughs> um, and yeah, I've been... I want to say single all my life which I have been I don't know why that's shocking but it is um you know some people are always like oh you've never been in a relationship and I'm like no never been in a relationship and I, I if I'm being honest and you two both know this that I'm kind of not looking for anything right now and um yeah it's it's definitely weird because often I think it's obviously portrayed in the films and everything that there's a taboo that people who are single like aren't happy and I think it's definitely not the case I don't know if you two have found this when you were both single that you felt that pressure to be in a relationship at all yeah definitely um I mean I only got in my first relationship back in March and I think yeah for a very long time before that I was uh, definitely questioning you know even things like whether something was wrong with me, you know, I, I remember this time a year ago thinking, oh gosh, you know, I, this this isn't normal. I swear everyone I know has been in relationships by now, but everyone's on a different journey, I guess. And, uh, you know, you've got to go do things at your own pace. Um, I don't know if you've got anything to add, Katie, to that. Um, I think the time that you spend being single is some of the most important times of your life just because you find yourself and you learn so much about yourself and I think one of the most important things you can do is learn how to spend time with yourself Mm. and I especially think that when you're single you have no choice but to learn to love yourself and like they say if you can't love yourself how can you expect anybody else to love you so I really think it's a time for like self-growth and finding who you really are. Yeah, I agree. I think it's just for me, like being single, it's it's just a lot like I don't it is easier. Like in a relationship, you're always looking out for the other person. But when you're, you know, you're single, like I've dated people and seen people and, you know, been on many dates, but it's kind of it's just a bit easier. But yeah, I think there's definitely like I've had moments where I'm like oh my god I haven't been with someone what is wrong with me what is going on like you said Han and it's kind of like to anyone who is single out there that you don't have to be in a relationship to be happy that you know you can be single and do your own thing and be a queen as it is <laughs> 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 
yeah you don't exactly. even need a relationship to be happy that's what so many people don't understand is that the only way you're ever going to be truly happy is if you're happy in yourself first mm -hmm. when you go looking for something that's when you don't find it whereas when you sort of take a step back from it that's when the right person will come along you shouldn't just chase things for the sake of it yeah definitely definitely I mean I know a few people who've been in relationships just for the sake of being in a relationship and you know they're scared to be on their own but like you said you know you've got you've got to be able to be happy on your own and with someone I think it's a very important value to have relationships seem like a lot of effort but when it's with the right person it really the effort is so worth it and it doesn't seem like a lot of effort mm. Yeah, I agree. I think it's, I don't know, I think there's definitely a cultural standard that people say like, oh, you should have kids by this age and, you know, do this by this age. I, I think I was thinking back to like Mamma Mia and I think, oh, it's called Sophia. She's getting married at like the age of 20. And obviously both me and you, Hannah, 20. And I kind of was like, damn, I can't imagine getting married and thinking about settling down, having kids. No, God, I feel like I'm still, <laughs> I feel like I'm still a teenager at heart. Still growing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think that's the point that even if you're like, I don't know, 40, whatever, whatever age you're at, you don't have to do, be in a relationship. It's, as long as you're happy and you're happy doing what you're doing, then that's the main thing. If you think back to when you were like in your early teens and people would be like, oh, when do you want to get married and when do you want to have children? And most people would say like, oh, I want to have kids by the age of 25 and be married at 23. And you get <laughs> like our ages of 19 and 20 and you realise that is such an unrealistic standard and it couldn't yeah. be further from the reality of what's actually going to happen for the majority of us. And I, and I think a lot of people these days, you know, a lot of people are having kids later on just because especially with more women um getting higher higher up jobs than previous years I think a lot of people are settling down in their 30s and even their 40s and there's nothing wrong with that you know you if you want to focus on your career or focus on yourself you're more than you're more than able to um I just think it yeah there should be definitely less of a social standard in terms of when to settle down yeah I agree I think it was um I don't know if you guys have seen it but you know Taylor Swift she's obviously known as like seeing loads of guys and things like that and there was this meme like interview of her where um, a journalist was saying like oh you're going to take home loads of guys and she was like no I'm going home to my cats and I currently feel yeah. like that I feel like that with with my dogs I feel like I'm kind of I don't know just loving single life so um yeah that's that's, that's good though well good I will be like at your um weddings being a little bridesmaid <laughs> oh gosh that's a long way off yeah <laughs> definitely yeah. a long way off <laughs> yeah let's not scare everyone yet <laughs> I've got a career to get first that's true got got a shorthand to pass first <laughs> <laughs> got a degree to get <laughs> yeah. obviously I know you two are in relationships um kind of what are your guys' experience with it? So mine and Han's experiences and relationships have been very different. Um, I've been in three relationships. I'm currently in one and I've had two prior to this and they've been over the 
space of the past four years. Um, so my first relationship was when I was 15. Um, and I think the biggest piece of advice I can give is that if you feel like something isn't right, don't ignore it for the sake of being comfortable in a relationship, because if a relationship is going to end, it will inevitably end at some point. And it's better to get out earlier on when you know for a fact that it's going to end than just prolonging it. I don't know whether any of you would agree with that or if you've experienced that kind of thing, but I definitely say just listen to your gut instinct and don't put it to the back of your mind just because you feel comfortable in a certain situation. Definitely think it's about being with the right person. Like I, like I've said, I've dated people before. <laughs> I remember um, some dates that I've had, I was working as a um, waitress and <laughs> this guy basically came up to me at the bar and asked me on a date and I went on a date and there were just so many red flags like he was nice looking he was my type he was everything on paper but in reality there were just so many things I was like oh my god this is not right and yeah I think like you said Katie <laughs> not settling for less and I think sometimes I have to catch myself thinking well, what do I you know like I'm single I should be in a relationship I should be doing this you know I should be like everyone else um because we're obviously I'm in a friendship group where everyone is in a relationship so it is hard and confusing but yeah definitely watch out for the red flags and don't be with someone if they're going to drag you down someone should bring you up in a relationship um although I know the people that I've been with in the past weren't right for me I don't regret any of it because if you regret things and you hadn't have been in those situations you wouldn't be where you are now and like you said Liv it's such a learning curve that by dating certain people or being in a relationship with others it kind of allows you to understand what you want in a partner mm -hmm. so now at the age of 19 I'm in a happy relationship with somebody who I know is right for me but without having those past experiences I wouldn't have known exactly what I wanted and I think when you mm -hmm. know what you want it makes it a lot easier to attract that <laughs> Why do you guys think we have types when it comes to looking for a partner? What what do you think that is that you know like on Love Island when they get asked what their type is? Do you do you guys think that's a thing that you have a certain type? Personally, I feel like I'm attracted more so to personality than looks and I feel like most people will say that even if they don't believe that in their own minds they'll always say it because it's the nicer thing to say. But I don't know, looking back at all the past people that I've like fancied or been in relationships with, they've all been quite different. Mm. Um, although some of them have been quite similar in like personality wise, they've all been quite different in looks wise. So I wouldn't say that I go for a particular type of person that looks a certain way. It's more so to do with personality. What about you two? I mean, first of all, I think that's really healthy, um, mm. you know going for different people as well because you are right you know you could be with the most attractive person on earth but they could have no personality or vice versa so or you know you could be lucky enough and they could have both so it's you've got you know I think as long as you're happy and as long as you're comfortable in the relationship I'm, I'm I think that's all that matters really mm. yeah I agree I think if I'm being honest it's down to a society thing that we are told that we have certain types and certain ways and you know certain ideals again when we spoke about body image it's definitely something to do with that you know like we have a standard that 
you should fancy someone with a six pack and everything like that where in reality you you know you should fancy someone because they make you laugh they bring out the best side of you they support you they are understanding of things you know what I mean like it shouldn't just be on looks because like I said before someone could look really nice but like be everything you want on paper but in reality they're just not that Mm, I definitely agree I think one of the most important things when you're in a relationship is being with somebody who encourages you to be the best version of yourself and that should be across all aspects of your life but I think especially with where we are in our lives right now our degrees are so important to us and I think if we're hard-working people we should also be with somebody who is just as hard work and encourages you to do as well as you can. I feel like that's such an important thing for me is to be with somebody who's ambitious and works hard and sort of has the same morals and like boundaries when it comes to things like that. Because if I say, oh, I'm going to revise, they should understand that and support me and want me to do well. Whereas in the past, I've sort of been with people that have not understood why I wanted to go off and revise for so long I don't know whether you guys have had that but when you're at school and stuff if you're not with somebody that's of a similar mindset of you to like towards that it can be a bit difficult so I think it's important to be on the same wavelength in that respect well I guess it can make you question things then like especially in the in the years when you're at high school you know you can be more easily influenced by different things just because you're growing up so I think, yeah, it's definitely important to be an ambitious person, I think, because like you said, if you said every time I'm going to go and revise and the other person was saying, oh, no, like, please don't, then, you know, you probably think, oh, well, maybe I could do a bit and then leave it. So you're probably then not working to your full potential. But yeah, I think it's very important. And as well with hobbies as well, if they don't understand why you want to spend a certain amount of time doing something, you then like lose your passion for it because you're so easily influenced by what your partner thinks and says. Mm. So somebody that encourages you to do the things that you love and what makes you happy is just so important. Yeah, I think it's important to rem- remember that you are two different individuals and that you are, you know, you're living separate lives. But like, obviously, like you said in your relationship, Katie, that you both are a team because they support you with you know your revision and things like that and it's just having that understanding and enjoying your time that you spend with that person as well yeah definitely because at this moment in time obviously we're so snowed under with work and stuff that it's nice to have that form of escapism when you see your partner mm-hmm. so when I was at uni I'd spend part of the day like doing my work and then other parts of the day seeing friends and seeing my partner so it's nice to have that balance and a lot of people don't get that and that they either prioritize one thing over the other and it is just so important to prioritize things when they need prioritizing but remembering that all things in your life should be balanced I think like you said about like seeing your friends as well it's you know you've got to have a healthy balance of I've known so many people like in the past who have had boyfriends or girlfriends and you know whatever and it's kind of like they've just spent all the time with them and they've forgotten about you so you were there you know I've obviously been that because I've been single my whole life so people have often kind of left if that makes sense like if they've got a partner and they kind of hang out with them rather than hanging out with me 
Now, obviously with you two, I don't find that the case. I speak to you both every day, <laughs> pretty much. But it's, it's kind of like some people neglect their friends. And I think it's also remembering, like I, we, I said before about being individuals that, you know, you've got to support everyone around you as well whilst being in a relationship. If, I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. Mm. Yeah, the balance is definitely important. And following on from that, your partner should definitely not be the only source of happiness. Um, and I think, you know, life's too short. And, you know, if your relationship isn't having a positive impact on your life, then why, why are you still in it? Mm, definitely and that goes back to what I was saying earlier about being comfortable if you feel comfortable and you don't feel happy then you should get out of the relationship yeah I agree definitely so um obviously I don't know about you guys but what is your opinion on ghosting and the stigma around it and also being a girl and being the first person to message in whether that's dating someone or whatever what's your opinion on that I think it's a great thing for girls to message first and to subvert the societal expectation that boys should message first because if you want something why not go and get it if there's a boy that you like the look of on Instagram why not drop him a DM like what are you going to lose say if you don't know this person say if they ignore your message there's nothing to lose in that situation you just move on might take a hit to your pride but at least you'll know like if you don't message you'll never know what their response would have been or maybe it could then develop into something but you never know unless you take the leap and send that message so yeah go for it if you want to message someone there's nothing stopping you you've got nothing to lose Worked out quite well for me I'd recommend it <laughs> <laughs> well it's, I know it's a bit more extreme but it's like the whole thing about there's a stigma that the male should always propose to the female but really you know anyone can do it can't they <laughs> if you feel like you want to do things you know nothing should stop you so definitely yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah I agree I think it's it's just owning it you just gotta own you know message whoever you want it's a bit like um oh god now I'm gonna get into dating apps but <laughs> it's my experience on Bumble I know um I don't know if you guys have ever been on Bumble but you message the guy first and it does let you take that kind of control over it and I don't think there's anything wrong like I don't mind messaging the guy first because I think you have the control when you're messaging people like that and I don't know you're not just waiting like life's too long too long too short and <laughs> um, <laughs> it's too long <laughs> Have you had any experiences on dating apps, Han? Have you ever used Bumble or any others? Um, I did have Tinder for about a year. And funnily enough, I went on a Tinder date a year ago-ish, just maybe a bit more. And it was truly horrendous. It was, uh, let's just say some people can look very different um, on the pictures. I mean, myself included. I think everyone, you know, as we've mentioned in previous episodes, I think everyone looks different on camera but yeah it was uh it was quite scary actually because I was walking to it was Turtle Bay in Sheffield and I was walking there at about nine o'clock at night and you think you know that person could have been anyone and luckily they they weren't strange but at the same time you do think this like it feels like in primary school you're going against everything they taught you about stranger danger and it's just 
yeah it's a strange feeling but have you guys ever been on a tinder date or any dating app date i've been well i kind of messaged this guy over like the kind of recent lockdown we had <laughs> that was very interesting on bumble um and i remember you guys both going to me make sure he's a real person <laughs> Um, which he was but yeah that that was very weird but uh, like I mentioned I went on the date with a guy that came in the bar and it was a very weird thing because he came picked me up at my house and yeah even though I'd seen him in person and he knew he was a real like human um, it was kind of scary because I got into someone's car who I didn't know who I was trusting and yeah that was that was pretty it was fun because he brought me flowers and it was very cute but yeah it was very very scary I don't know if you've ever had that where you kind of just met someone and then you've gone on a date it's fun like you have Hannah but it it is weird and scary very Mm. Mm, definitely so I've never had experiences like that the people that I've dated have either been from my school or university so I've never been on any dating apps or been on dates with anyone who I didn't know beforehand. So I guess my dating life is quite vanilla, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I can just live through your experiences on dating apps. And to be honest, <laughs> it kind of puts me off. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had to experience that myself, although the flowers part sounds nice, Liv. So Charlie, if you're listening, take notes. <laughs> No, I think that the only thing I'd say about dating apps is they can be great um, because I mean, I'm not going to name any names, but I do know someone who has had a long term relationship through Tinder. Um, however, I think a lot of people are only on it for one thing a lot of the time. And I don't think I need to say what that thing is, but that's that's the experience I've found. And you can be having a lovely conversation and the next minute it's very, um, very escalated. But yeah, I uh, I think there are there are some people on it for the right reasons I think there are just a lot of people who aren't really it's just a case of finding those people and finding out what way a needle in a haystack (laughs) yeah definitely you've kind of got to suss out where people are and what their thinking is and what their intentions are Mm. definitely and I think going back to it when we're in about like looks and things I think apps like that and the issue with them is it's always based on like looks like you're swiping left or right depending on the look of someone and I think that's the issue rather than actually looking at their bio and who they are and what they're about you're kind of just looking at the person at face value rather than getting to know them so yeah I think that's it's very hard especially with lockdown and COVID it's kind of changed the whole dating game you know like everything is online and we can't you know meet up or go to a bar and meet someone you know it's not kind of as spontaneous it probably used to be I definitely think that the reason why it's so much easier to date somebody who you know previously is because you already have this preconception of that person if you know them so like when you're swiping left or right based on someone's looks you could be swiping the wrong way for somebody who was perfect for you but because they look a certain way you then dismiss them whereas I feel like when you know someone in real life obviously you know what their personality is like and if you're friends with them you know that you get along with them and so you know whether you can imagine a relationship with them I just think it makes it a, a lot easier when it's in real life rather than online it just adds so many complications to it when it's done on social media or through dating apps definitely yeah mm. 
So we have a few questions here that we're going to go through as we've done on previous episodes. Um, so yeah, we're just going to casually answer them. And one of them is, what do you believe is the best way to get over someone? Um, I can't personally say I have ever done this, but maybe with Harry Styles or when One Direction split up. But um, in less, well, do you guys have, have any advice? Well, to be honest, I wrote this question. I don't know why I did, but I'm the only one that can answer it because I'm the only one with an ex-boyfriend. But um, I just think it's important to take some time out for yourself and just work on yourself for a little while, do things that you enjoy doing and just distract yourself from it because obviously it's so hard to let your mind be consumed by all these negative thoughts and what ifs and just wondering what it could have been if certain things had been different. But I think it's just important to just move on and look to the future rather than dwelling on the past. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Advice I've given the people who are in relationships or have been in relationships and are kind of getting over that is kind of try not to message the person. I think it's very tempting to go back to old ways and speak to them. And it's kind of, like you said, Kate, just distancing yourself and, you know, just... I think it's realizing your self-worth as well I think what's hard when you come out of a relationship is that you're so used to being with that person that when you're single again it's kind of like oh where's where's that person where have they gone and it's kind of getting used to being single again you know from what people like you know people I know who's been in relationships and obviously if you have friends who are going through that it's just supporting them through it you know what I mean and making sure that they're okay and yeah just trying to help them with it. Yeah, I think a big thing is realizing that you don't miss that person you just miss having somebody mm -hmm. and it's important to differentiate between the two otherwise you will think you miss them when actually you don't miss them you just miss having someone mm -hmm. I agree so another question is if you could go back and tell your younger self one thing about dating or relationships what would that be um I'll answer this one um I think one thing okay this is for me like I used to be a little bit shy <laughs> probably slightly am still um and I used to find it very difficult speaking to guys when I was a lot younger and then I think I kind of just got older and was like screw it I'll just speak to them like it, the only difference is is you know he's a boy I'm a girl that kind of thing um not to be afraid of guys they're literally there's oh there's nothing to be scared of I think I used to get so nervous around guys and I remember I don't know if you guys used to do it but just playing up around like a certain boy more because I fancied them and just you know things like that I don't know it's I can't remember who spoke about it but it's kind of a thing that girls kind of generally play up more when boys there and probably vice versa um basically not to be afraid to speak to guys guys aren't scary they are just you know just like you probably just as scared as you as well <laughs> mm. I'd, there's two things that I'd say to my younger self the first one is just be yourself because if the person doesn't like you for who you are there will be somebody else that will literally appreciate you and worship the ground that you walk on but it's just a case of waiting for that right person not settling for less than you deserve um, and another thing is not to ignore your gut instinct about something if you feel a certain way the chances are that you're right and you just need to act quickly and not stay in a situation because you feel comfortable. Mm. Mm. 
what about you Han what would you tell your younger self I think I'd just tell my younger self before getting involved with talking to boys you know are you 100% happy and are you sure you want to keep it going because there have been times in college with different people who I spoke to on that level and I would keep it going for a while and it just it just ended up getting confusing but as we touched on earlier on in the episode and I think Katie said you know it's all a learning curve and you've got to you've got to experience those things in order to appreciate different people um and realize what it is that does make you happy and what you do like in people so yeah I'd just say you know go with the flow but make sure you're happy probably Do you guys think it's better to date someone who you are similar to or date someone who is very different to you? So in terms of like hobbies and interests or morals and beliefs, subjects, degrees, etc. What what are your thoughts on that? Um, I don't think it, I think you've got to be on a similar wavelength like Katie mentioned about, you know, kind of having a drive and having a goal and kind of not being lazy about things. Like if you're academically wanting to achieve things and you know things like that and have a future then yeah I think you have to be on the same level but I don't think it matters like I don't think it matters what subject you do I don't think it matters what hobbies you are like they say sometimes opposites attract mm-hmm. um yeah that that's what I think I think personally well from personal experience I've worked better with people who I'm similar with rather than different especially with your sense of humor I feel like if you don't have the same sense of humor as the person that you're with it's never going to work out and I'm saying that from personal experience if you're listening (laughs) listen to what I'm saying because I promise you that will be the case and as well I feel like it's so important for your partner to be on a similar wavelength to your family as well so for mm-hmm. me it's so important for my partner to have the similar sense of humor to my parents because I feel like if they can laugh with my family and take a joke that's so important to me yeah that's it, it is a big thing I think because you're going to be with this person for such a long time and you know like your family's around for such a long time as well like it's part yeah. of your life like god um they have to get on with that so yeah I agree that's such a a big part of being in a relationship mm. for me personally as well I found that dating somebody who's on the same course at university is a great thing and I know Hannah will be able to vouch for this but it's just so nice to be able to talk to somebody about the work that you're doing and to get advice from them and to share your like thoughts and opinions on things it's a nice thing to have like to have someone to console in about your worries your achievements and things like that yeah definitely I think it's nice for a um like obviously because I'm friends with all of you guys that I all I know you all like you're all in like a little group that like it's it's easier to be friends because you're all on the same course. Does that make sense? Like it's it's easier all to get on. So yeah, I, I get what you mean. Yeah, it's like they've kind of integrated into the friendship group. Well, I mean, Hannah, obviously your partner is friends with us anyway, but for my partner, I feel like he's fitted well into the group because he kind of already knew you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I think the good, the good thing about the course we do, because um, we're all journalism students, is that you know in order to be a journalist you've got to be able to really talk to anyone so I think our course is quite good for that really and uh, 
especially because it's got it's got so many subsections to it so you, you know we've got people going into sports journalism fashion journalism there's so many different types it's it's nice because you very rarely find two people who want to do the exact same thing or have the exact same passions as each other um so that's really nice to talk to people about and yeah I, I just think yeah it's nice and it's nice you know you've got to keep the uni work and the other things separate I think but it is nice when you want to just discuss stuff and yeah because obviously with the different types of journalism you then do your projects on very different things so it's still very separate so it's like the same but different in so many ways yeah I, agree. I think what's nice from my perspective is because I know both of you have got partners when I can see them like sharing your work or supporting you that is a really nice thing to see you know from my perspective even if they're just liking something it's nice to see that they're doing that it's, I think that's the nice thing about being in a relationship having someone that's supporting you but yeah I definitely definitely like to see that for you too <laughs> So a good piece of advice and a good way to know if you're in the right relationship, and this is especially relevant for longer term relationships, is to consider the last six months of your relationship. If you were to base the entirety of it off of those six months, would you stick around? And this is so important because people tend, people who are in long term relationships um, tend to hold on to how they felt at the beginning. And in order for you to have a clear view of your relationship, you need to detach from that and see things for how they are now rather than how they were, say, like a year ago or two years ago. What do you two think are the ingredients for a solid long term relationship? I think having good communication, um, doing nice things from a distance and, you know, just I think sometimes just knowing that you've got someone there is just a nice thing really whether that be friends or a partner I think as long as you have friends around you and you're you're able to speak to your partner often then yeah I think that's I think that's good really I don't know if you guys have anything to add um from my very little experience uh, <laughs> um I think communication is definitely a big thing uh, with people I've dated I think realizing that you know you've, you've got to speak to them and you've got to voice your feelings and not kind of carry on away if you're just not feeling something is right is definitely a big thing Um, yeah I think communication and being supportive as well I think you know if your partner is not supportive of what you're doing I think that's a massive red flag because you know, no matter what you're doing whether it's big small whatever you know they should be supporting you so obviously me being single <laughs> I feel like that's all it is so Olivia going on about how she's been single this podcast um <laughs> basically I've had a lot of people I know have been in toxic relationships and kind of I've had to support them through that so I'm just offering a little bit of my advice to you know you if you're you're concerned about your friend um obviously they're going to be very defensive I found that a lot of my friends when I'm messaging them and saying hey look are you okay what is going on that they will shut you down and kind of push you away because it's the easiest thing to do mm. um and my best advice is is to kind of just remember that 
like remind that person to say, look, I'm always here if you need to speak to me and whatever's going on, you know, like I've got you and whatever happens, I'm here. And just keep reminding that person of that because in their own time, they will realize what that relationship is like and that it's not right for them. Um, that's why I found that no matter how much kind of not nagging but now how much like speaking to them you can do it kind of they will they will like I've said they'll shut you down so yeah it's just a matter of just being a really supportive friend and just reminding them that you're there for them Mm, definitely Mm. I feel like people in relationships are so blindsided when they think that they're in love that they won't listen to what their friends have to say and they have to figure out in their own time so like you said Liv it's just a case of supporting them and letting them know that you are there for them without going too far when they take it in a defensive way um so obviously I've mentioned about toxic relationships if any of you are worried about a friend in a abusive relationship or you are in an abusive relationship yourself we will leave some support in the podcast description and know that you are never alone right should we uh, make that a wrap then yeah i've loved speaking to you guys about this even though i've mentioned i <laughs> throughout the whole podcast i'm single i think it's it's great to just speak about it from a single perspective and people being in a relationship too yeah definitely yeah, it's been very interesting to discuss with you both and yeah it's another relevant topic to talk about which we like to do here at the podcast mm-hmm, definitely Thank you so much for joining us for episode four of Just Us Three. Join us on New Year's Day for an episode on manifestation, which we are so excited to release. In the meantime, if you want to get involved with the podcast or follow us on social media, then have a look in the podcast description to see how you can find out more and to find out how you can get involved. But yeah, until then, thanks girls. It's been a great time and we'll chat soon. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.